Don't act like you're the same person. You've learned how to touch, to feel. You've connected with people. With us. There, do you think that they anybody's got wheelies in the Death Stranding universe? Nah. What about Castle? What do you mean that? They, you know they got cybernetic wheelies, yo, that travels across the land. Well, I don't know. There's not a lot of concrete. They're all, dude, they're all terrain heelys. They got like the, like the treads <laughs> and everything. Heelys. All terrain heelys. I love it. <laughs> Military grade heelys. It's it's really America's like that's our real secret. That's our ace in the hole for like the future wars. <laughs> We're gonna get fucking memos from the government to cease and desist. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> stop letting out important secrets. <laughs> These are our patents. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I did see I... a guy who put some Heelys in his boots though. I, Not I, in real I, life, I... but there's a video of it. I want tactical bolt action Heelys. Semi-automatic Heelys. Oh, man. I'm about to call them bitches solid snakes. Let's go. Make my would, snake solid. How would bolt action Heelys he work? You'd have to like lift Easy. up your, your foot. No, just put the fucking bolt on the side. Mm -hmm. You got you to put on the turbo switch. And would yeah. you just step on it? No, you just you just bend over and you know, cock cock your it's heel. It's the most important part, the bend over <laughs> oh, part. Oh no, nah. John, you gotta you gotta go balls to the wall, man. You gotta click your heels together like your name is Thor Dorothy. Good lord, <laughs> Dorothy, Thor Dorothy. Oh my god, oh, god, I need sleep. <laughs> you need Jesus, my bud. Oh. I just woke up from two hours ago, so I, I also took a baller of a nap today. I've been up for a little past 12 hours now. Oh, that's child plan. I know, yeah, for you guys. I know you guys did what went on, did your duties for like, what, 48 hours straight? What? No, you can't maybe, do that. Maybe, Wait, that's maybe, illegal. Hey, maybe maybe he did. I was a cook. I didn't I didn't have to do duty. <laughs> they I make y'all do illegal things all the time. I make, also, I make duty every morning. 9 a.m. sharp. Like 9 a.m. sharp. I, John, I think your cook story is a, is a cover-up. I wish it was. I wish that my that like my story was, yeah, I was a cook. It, did I kill anybody? I don't know. Because, you know, if they ate it and they died, I wouldn't know. You know, and, you know, next year, you know, yeah, I was in the war. I took out six guys with my bare hands. And I ripped their heart out with a ripcord. You know, it, I wish... The ripcord. Lord have mercy. Actually, um, since you brought up the war, I, I need to ask, do you fuck with the war? 
Do you fuck with the war? Do you fuck with the war? Do you fuck with the war? I fuck with the war. (laughs) Bitch don't know about Pangea. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch don't know. (laughs) Brain. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Oh, dude, you just brought it back. I'm listening to it as soon as we're done recording. (laughs) Actually, I know, I know, I know. This is off topic. We have to get to work, but Dave season three is about to come out. That's all I have to say about that. The fuck is a Dave? That's little Dicky show. He has, yeah, a, little dick. He has a show. Life. He has it's a show. It's about his life. Yeah. All I'm going to say well, is that there's one scene where he has a pocket pussy and it's filled with ants. That's all I'm going to say about that one scene. <laughs> well, shit. Sign me up. It's all that facts. It's great. Is Take that, me wait. off the list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, just so you know, too, Childish Gambino has a show as well. <laughs> just going to throw that one out there, too. Which one? He's got like five of them. Yeah, but we're going to go easy on Brandon, the one that's on FX, Atlanta. Oh, I ain't doing that. I heard it's actually really good. Atlanta's just southern Fire. Chicago. Just good lord. <laughs> it is. I don't know. Childish Gambino would be a great, great cameo for Death Stranding. Oh, I see it. Yeah. I could definitely yeah. I could definitely see him. You know, because he's very intertwined with things like that. He's very in the media. He loves doing different things. So I would I'd love to see him in it. I think he could pull a role because at first I was like, no. And then I was like, but he does have range. He does. He does have range. I think he could do it. The fact that you you said that after he gave us the golden nugget that is the mystery team. Shame on you. Shame on you. Yeah, I, I man, I said I, I, I double thought. Corrected myself. <laughs> <laughs> Got reoriented with reality, you know, well, and <laughs> moved on. The next time you drop some garbage statement like that, you better think about it before you even think about it. Speaking of garbage, I wanted to talk about your taste. (laughs) Yeah, I know it's garbage and I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boys, we have we're finally picking up the pace a little bit. Just a smidge, just a itsy bitsy amount. So for those of you who don't know, um, I don't know how much of that is going to stay in. <laughs> so uh, the last 10 minutes or so. Um, I just, yeah. <laughs> after, after you said, after you said that, I realized I was like, oh shit, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the sane one of this episode and that's, I need you boys to lock it down. When I said get off the leash, I didn't mean run 14 miles away. <laughs> Oh, fuck it. You better call me Sabu. We're going hardcore, baby. But um, today we're going over the next part of Death Stranding. We're actually getting some uh, some storyline. So that's going to be a part of it. Over on that side of the room, we have good old Clean Sanchez. He's going to be our, uh, our Google Foo expert. Yep. And he's also here to ask questions. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. That's that's what he does. That's his thing. Question guy. It's true. And over there's Ken Dog. He's the guy who makes us ask questions. Wow, you you have me. You get you got me speechless. That's not the intro I, I expected. You got me. I do got you, boo. And I oh, never damn. let you go. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Somebody get this man an Oscar. <laughs> Oh, man. Are you Meryl Streep? Is that who you are? Meryl fucking Streep. Why do you... You do this on purpose. I know you do it. (laughs) (laughs) I know you do this shit on purpose. (laughs) You know I'll go off on a tirade. You just know it. (laughs) And you do it anyway. She's a distinguished actress, okay? Anyway, and I'm Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna ignore the the online trolls. Wait, are we that famous? We have online trolls now. No, I was talking about you. You're like oh. you're like uh, liquid. You're liquid Chris to my Chris Chan. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm going home. I'm going home. Well, you know who ain't? Christian. Oh. <laughs> are you saying he's is are you saying he's stranded? Uh yeah. Um and I'm not gonna say the first part because that would get us kicked, but oh, no, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> okay, bad setup. <laughs> Man, you're, I'll give it to you. You're doing a lot of setups. I just don't want to hit them all. <laughs> you got hey, some, gotta, you got some explosives got, mixed with the baseballs in these ones, but <laughs> it's provocative, man. It gets the people go. <laughs> now, speaking of getting going, let's get going on this. So where we laughed, where we laugh, whoop, 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 bleedy, boom, where we last hey. left off, meep. You gonna say something? Oh no! You no, got words? Man, uh, you got no, jokes? Uh, you got some hee-hees? <laughs> Why are you yelling at me? Because <laughs> I, I, I forgot I had to turn the page for my notes, so I was buying time. <laughs> anyway, without that violent uproar, <laughs> can't do shit around here. Uh, we last left off with. Basically, some revelations about Fragile. Um, did she murder a lot of people? Yes. Did she mean to? No. Do with that what you will. That's pretty much where we last last left off. I think the big revelation. Yeah, well, yeah, the first one. First one of many. We're finally getting yep. to revelations, boys. Everybody's favorite part. Oh, you talking about the Bible? The no, Bible? It might as well be. You know, that's something I have to look into. I have to go into the book of Revelation and see how many of the bells line up with the events of Death Stranding and see if that's something, some metaphor buried in there. Because I can't think of any off the top of my head. Well, you can argue that everybody that's been left behind in this new world are the non-believers or the sinners. Yeah, I feel like that's that's a push. You know what I mean? I feel like that's like forcing it in there. Like the Egyptian mythology that's tied to it is is natural and a part of the story. Mm. I don't I feel like Christianity would be forced in it, but at the same time I'll do it the the, the due diligence of at least checking. Yeah. But to be fair to Christianity, it, it did force its way into a lot of things. <laughs> so did so did every other religion. <laughs> Yeah, for <laughs> every other culture, <laughs> every other race, ethnicity. It's like uh, it's like humans just do that. <laughs> we even annihilated our, our peers. We, we, we just saw Neanderthals and said, nope. Get the rocks. <laughs> Get the rocks. <laughs> Get the fuck off my rock. All right. Back to the story. I'm sorry. I'll shut up. I'll shut up. Oh, no, no, no. Ball beats. We actually... So this is going to be focused on one section, but to get there, we have to talk about a couple of things that get in the way. So all that happened. The next thing that Sam has to do is he has to bring some parts over to the weather station, which is just south of the distribution center center that's south of Lake Knot. Uh, nothing really interesting happens on the way. You just get there, you connect it, body blah, blah. You do unlock a floating carrier, which is tight. Um, as well as weather forecasts, a safe house, and a timefall shelter. The little bit of lore behind the time or behind the weather station is that it was actually built prior to the Death Stranding. <laughs> and basically, when Bridges won, who, if you remember, is Amelie's team, the first team that went west and kind of helped get the startup going for all these knots to be tied together, um, they kind of discovered it, left people there to help predict timefall. Floating carrier is pretty cool. Um, I use it from this point throughout the entire game. I always have at least one on me, if not two. Uh, basically, it is just a basket that you tie to your waist, and it's it uses Kyrillium to float, so you can put packages and shit on it. You can also ride it like a hoverboard, so that's pretty tight. Uh, just be careful, because those things do get fast, and if you hit something, you fly like a motherfucker. So be ready for that, because BB does not like that. And up to two can like joints together as well. Yeah, you can put two together as well. And it does sound like Warframe. <laughs> um, 
it takes um it also there's consumption rate for this um the f level one floating carrier takes 20 crystals per hour one crystal lasts three minutes for reference level two consumes 30 crystals an hour and one crystal lasts two minutes yeah so there it's a it's a negligible usage yeah it, it's it's absolutely negligible um because i know everybody kind of feels like game if you're playing the game along with this podcast you're gonna go oh but I, you know chiral crystals are like the rare mineral don't don't know by this point of the game this shit's everywhere <laughs> like i'm telling you i finished the game round about ten thousand crystals on me and legitimately from this point onward i i have one with me at all times this guy's walking around this guy's walking around like midas <laughs> like they're super yeah. worth it do you think diamonds are forever diamonds are not forever do they can they not stimulate and you know please you? No. Abu. But is but is but chiral, I is hate chiral forever. Ooh. Hmm. I wonder if chiral do chiral matter does have a decay rate, because it's already dead. That's an interesting question. I'm gonna write that down. That's an answer I need now. That is very interesting because I didn't know that it's dead already. Pretty cool. Yeah, we're gonna have to get back to that. Hey, real That's quick. That the carrier that you're talking about, you could turn into a hoverboard yes. and you feed it crystals to keep it fueled up, right? Yes. I wonder if that's a play on uh, Marty McFly's hoverboard from Back to the Future. Yeah. It's been said before, he likes his references, so there could be. Could be. I bet you that was his basis for being able to ride it. Well, plus you're feeding it the crystals, and that reminds me of them feeding the junk into the DeLorean. There might be something there. I could see call it. it first. I could see what you're saying. I, I don't agree with what you're saying, but I could see it. I sees it. Sainted it. I sainted it. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're pretty dope. Always have one on you. You won't regret it. It will literally save your life. Um, the next thing that happens is Mama comes over, and what she starts to tell you is, of course, the next series of the next set of lore that's going to tie into the story at a later time. She starts telling you that every time you connect a place to the chiral network um, in a matter of speaking, so don't take it literally, but in a matter of speaking, she, it brings all the places that are connected a little bit closer to the beach. And what she means by that is it increases the chirillium in the immediate air area of the place that gets connected. So it, they knew this when they started doing it. That's why inside the Cupid, they built a measuring device that actually measures how dense chiral matter is in the area. Um, and she actually does all that not too far away from where Sam is currently. She's in a lab that's not too far away from South Knot City. And uh, that's kind of where the brains of the operation hangs out. Hey, so that lab that watches... Watches out for that. Is that kind of like Death Stranding's version of a lighthouse? No, I would say once we get into it, I think it would be Hartman's area. I'd attribute mm. that more to by Crater Lake. Or not Crater Lake, Heart Lake. But now that you said lighthouse, I thought Bioshock. And then Bioshock brought me to new system shocks coming out. Ooh, that'll be a fun one to cover. Mm -hmm. The original one would be a fun one to cover. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, so Mama gets off of it, and then Die Hardman comes on, and he goes, you know, uh, now that you've connected the weather station, everybody's going to be able to predict the weather now, including you as the player, which is super useful because the chiral clouds do kind of move and dissipate. So you'll be able to kind of time your routes through areas to when there's no time fall. And if there's no time fall, there's no BTs. So that helps you out as the player. Next set, you get two deliveries. One is to build a shelter. And the second one is to bring some wheat seeds to a place called the Timefall Farm. Shelter, nothing really interesting happens. You just build basically a one-way elevator that goes into a private room. It's just a teleport zone, I guess you could call it, slash a safe room that anybody can use. Nothing really happens. If uh, you're playing this for the first time, pick up both. Do um on the way from one to the other. Use your fancy new flitter carrier thing to help you out. 
Um, if you continue past that and you finish that up, the next place you have to go is to the Timefall farm. You do have to go through some mule territory to get there. You can just go around. I just go around because it's not worth the effort. If you want to be honest with you, at least not in this stage of the game, when you get to the Timefall farm, this is where things kind of get interesting. So walking up to it, this area actually is trying to use Timefall in order to grow crops. So what they're doing is they're planting the seeds and then they're letting Timefall quickly grow the, you know, cause it goes through time quickly grow the seeds into full bone plants. And that's the whole purpose behind it. When you go and talk to them and deliver the seeds, the first thing they ask you is if you know fragile and then they ask you to send a message to her, which is to thank her for saving their hides because if it wasn't for her, uh, basically South Knot, as well as their farm, would have been destroyed. So she's a hero, yada, yada, yada. You connect them to the bullshit. Once you connect them to the bullshit, you unlock the ability to kind of cancel pulses. So whenever you go into mule territory and they pulse looking for cargo for the scanners, you can nullify that pulse provided you time it right with your own pulse. Now, they come back after your whole congratulations, you unlock new stuff screen, and they tell you that they originally set up in that location because at the time, timefall was predictable. It followed a set connection. But since, you know, everything got thrown out of whack with the terrorists and the fucking all the dead people and all the craters, everything went crazy. And now the time falls unpredictable, but because you were able to get the weather station working, they're going to be able to start doing their projects again. And their goal isn't just to figure out what crops would work best to go with timefall and, you know, produce more food. Their goal is to also see if there's any kind of plant life that can help develop an ecosystem. So so super important. It's a beautiful concept to think of that someone is actually taking the time to want to save their world by using plantation, which it's the root, no pun intended. Oh yeah, no, for sure. And then um, we'll get more. There's way more that happens with them and then yeah. the racetrack, all that we'll kind of get into when we do our episode on all the, the background characters. Cause individually there's not a lot going on, but Put them all together and there's definitely an episode worth because there is some tie-ins and then some people who know people who worked with other people in the background and we'll get to all that when we when we get to that episode are they farming food they're farming food as well uh food and uh the the big export right now is beer because you gotta you gotta have beer yeah because obviously i mean it's the end of the world there there's a line i like to quote from um pitch black and it's it's amazing what it's amazing how you can live without the necessities of life, provided you have a couple luxuries. Is- now that guy what? immediately gets got like 10 minutes later, but <laughs> was it pitch black yeah. or was it Chronicles of Riddick? No, it was pitch black. It was pitch black. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. pitch black. Pitch black was so fucking good. <laughs> it was ahead of his time. It was so good. Agreed. Do y'all wait? Do y'all wrote side side sidetrack? Do y'all remember that Vin Diesel movie when he was like a a cop? They murdered his family, and then he was a loose cannon cop with nothing to lose. Lorenzo Tate was in it. What? No. <laughs> no. Was he trying? To, was that when he was trying to be the new uh, Bruce Willis? That weird moment in time. Yes, oh, that that's God. actually a great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that time. Yeah, it wasn't Hold happening. On. Mm-mm. People weren't having it. Nobody the man. Bruce Willis. No, not Bruce Willis, man. Yeah, the movie was called The Man Apart. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, remembers. I, I remember now. Yeah, it wasn't that good. Well, yeah, it's Vin Diesel. It's either great or it sucks. He wasn't yeah. driving a car. Let's let's leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, so where where we what happens next, Brandon? So what happens next is you get the fuck out of there. Also, we're halfway, <laughs> we're halfway connected, boys. We're halfway across the country. We are, and they and they mentioned that too. They like mm-hmm. they say you are halfway through. Uh, um, I forgot what the what the exact quote was, but they, there is a mention of it in the dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Die Hard Man calls you, and he's like halfway there. There we go. Yeah. Yep, that's it. That was the quote. <laughs> there we go. Too easy. Simple. 
That's that's life changing. That, that's such a life changing <laughs> quote. Just, I'm, I'm gonna hang it in my wall. It's just because it's like it's Hideo Kojima, so I'm always thinking like some type of like cryptic, simple but like deep quote that go with it. Like the job is now over. You're happy. You know, and the, the fucked up thing is we're halfway there. Um, like walking across the country wise, but we're not halfway there story wise. <laughs> we haven't even started the story yet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, chapter-wise, we're in chapter th- three or four now. Three still. Three I mean, is yeah, the largest. That's three right. Is and by then far four, the largest. And then four is short, and it's, man. And then Mama, you can you can speed run Mama, if you know if you know a route. If you I don't know routes, I can't wait to I can't wait to cover that episode honestly. Yeah, Mama's going to be great. Actually, pretty much everything from f- episode five and onward is when shit starts snowballing. And it's going to be an hour of us discussing no all boss. the shit from these previous episodes. So I hope everybody's been taking notes <laughs> because Pop I, the, the reason I set it up like this and it seems so mundane and just one note is because it's unfortunately the information that we need for the crazy ass story that's about to happen. Because it's stories that are about to happen, I should say. Yeah, pretty much everything Mama and episode five after it, it, shit gets wild actually next episode is when it all starts now that i think about it next episode kicks off the shit are you the saying shit, the the shit winds are blowing yeah there's there's a shit blizzard brewing <laughs> <laughs> a shit blizzard rip rip to the god yo god Leahy. the real um, ones know we'd have to say yeah anything. they knew i i had to i had to out of respect Oh man, you um, raised with manners. So the next place you can go is the film director. Just go ahead and rock him out. Um, nothing again. He doesn't really contribute anything. He's a kind of a hidden away guy. You can get nothing really worth talking about until we do our background characters. I just wanted to point it out. There is another dude you can connect to the network. Um, the real next stage of the story is the junk dealer. That's the next place you got to go. And this is where we start getting some actual meat on our bread. So you two, the first thing that happens when you get notified about having to go to the junk dealer and he's the next like point for the chiral network to work going from east to west is essentially she says that he used to be like a master of communication systems. Like the dude was a wizard with building and dismantling things. Um, but he was a great dude. Unfortunately, now he calls himself the junk dealer because he gave all that shit up and now he just peddles junk after everything in South Knot went down. So after South Knot exploded and everything went to shit, he kind of just gave up, went on to his own little path and fucked off. I'm just glad he didn't choose rapping as his backup career. I see what with, you did there. With hair like that, he, he probably should have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you seen the junk dealer's hair? Yeah, it's. I'm jealous. <laughs> Brandon, you jealous of everybody you see, my guy. <laughs> yeah. That's how self doubt works, Ken Dog. You idiot. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do not explain <laughs> the ancient text to me. Listen here. I was there when squeaker. it was written. Oh, you, it's not going to be a thing. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing it. Because you know what? If it doesn't become a thing, that's awesome. Because now it's my thing. I win either way. Well, damn. (laughs) Either way. I play both sides. That way I always come out on top. There's one side you missed, though. Who's that? My pot of green. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. I'm going to shut up. I'm gonna shut up for the rest of the episode. We're not even at the intro. <laughs> oh man, you're gonna make me start eating fucking uh, McChicken sauce packets. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's mayo, but in a packet. It's you know. One day we'll explain. <laughs> Just, it's not today. <laughs> Uh, so when you finally get to Homeboy, uh, again, nothing interesting happens on the way. It's episode three. That's pretty much all of episode three is just going great distances with not much happening on the way. Uh, oh, like, you get there. Oh, like the rest of the game. 
Uh, no, because once you get to the uh, the mountain region, shit's always going down. There's always some fucky shit going down, and I hate it. Oh, no. <laughs> some, <laughs> someone's always trying to touch your butt. It just I, I'm just trying not to get my butt touched. So you finally get to Homeboy Shelter, and what happens is you see a recording of a young Asian girl. I say young, like 20s, and... She's like playing with a reverse. What the hell is it? What do you call those sand timer things? What's the actual name of those things? An hourglass. Thank you. You're both so helpful. I <laughs> good, good Google foo. What did you call it? <laughs> the sand timer thing. An hourglass. Which, yeah. <laughs> after I say it, you can't you can't act like you know that after I said it. I have sensitive keys. <laughs> you can't be the Google guy with sensitive keys. Work it on it. Um, what, wait, is, <laughs> wait, is sensitive keys Alicia Keys' cousin? But um, Tiss. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I wanted. That's all I ever wanted. <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying I'm just trying to hold it in. What is happening, <laughs> boys? You are falling apart. I need you. <laughs> I'm going to throw some McChicken sauce at both of you if you don't figure the fuck out. <laughs> Sir, you're married. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's playing with this. It's like a reverse one. Uh, the sand on the inside, you can tell, is like chirillium that's been turned into like a fine point sand. So it's like a reverse hourglass. And eventually that fucks off. It's a very it goes on for an upsetting amount of time. Uh, I don't know how else to put it, <laughs> but eventually that fucks off and this dude shows up and he's like, oh, cool. Um, you're here. Thanks, I guess. And just starts being a super fucking douchebag. Like ultra douche. Who did we say was the ultra douche? Like a, back in the first area? Uh, I can't remember who it is anymore, it, but this dude is, he, this dude takes the cake. He's uber uh, fucking douche. The, the president's errand boy. Yes. He, he was, and, he was the detective douche. Mm-hmm. So he starts going on a fucking rant about how like his girl's dead and yada, yada. And it's all because of fragile and bridges and yada, yada and fucking bullshit and then he ends it with oh i see you made good i see you made good time but i mean like you're supposed to make good time it's your fucking job (laughs) it's like oh okay buddy he came hard (laughs) he comes on hard and you're just standing there as sam going what the fuck is happening (laughs) right now (laughs) like what did i do to you ever and uh and he's like, you can take your Cupid and fuck off because all porters are no better than terrorists. It's <laughs> like, okay, buddy. There he goes. And then he just he just hangs up on you. <laughs> God, I call him back and be like, square up, yo. Well, well, give it a second. So, so Die Hard Man comes on and he's like, uh, well, unfortunately, we need to win him over because we... We need to tie him into the network, so figure it out. And then, uh, but he does say that he went through the death records from South Knot yep. City, and he found nobody who matches the description of that woman in the death records. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is this this gets very exciting now too. Because mm-hmm. then he hangs up, and Fragile comes on. He she's like, "Hey, yo, I got a voice match and a video match of that chick." making it out of the city. She's not dead. I'll fucking find her. Mic drop. Straight up. Mic drop. It's it's, li- it's literally, and it was like an instant, like as soon as, it, didn't she interrupt Die Hardman? Yeah. Yeah. She, she doesn't yeah. give a shit about Die Hardman. To be fair, nobody gives a shit about Die Hardman. Yeah. Uh, it, that was a very exciting moment too. And in that moment, like you're sitting there like, oh, now I have a chance. Now I have a chance to finally get this done. Now it's time to shoot the shot. And while she's telling you all this, Sam actually gets another order from Homeboy. And the order is to 
go to South Knot, go to the ruins and recover 60 pounds of just bullshit that's laying around there um, out of the 110 pounds. I always collect 110 pounds instead of the 60. I collect all of it just to be a douchebag about it. And then he also gives, sends you an email about how there is some Kyrillium contaminated materials right next to his fucking little shit sack of a junkyard. And he wants you to throw that shit into crater Lake into the tar Lake. I'm sorry, not crater Lake. He wants you to throw it into tar Lake. So you can do both. They're on the way. So you pack up all your bullshit. You pack up all of his bullshit and you start heading to the lake. Take the shit out. You throw it in. And when you throw shit into the tar, it just kind of bubbles and sinks. And that's it. <laughs> it's, it's pretty weird. You then go to South Knot. So you're going into this city that uh, got explodey exploded, right? And obviously there's fucking dead dicks everywhere. You got to, it's not all in one location like it was with the other guy with, I want to say it was the craftsman or the engineer. I think it was the craftsman. He had you go to a different blowed up city where everything was in his old shelter. This one is scattered around. So you got to constantly dodge these fucking assholes and like work your way through like dilapidated buildings. It's actually a pretty cool area. Um, and it's not terrible of a part. You collect all the shit, you head out, you go back. Now he did this. According to Fragile, he only did this to push your buttons as a fuck you. This wasn't something that needed to be done. It was just him basically sending a porter out on a death mission. Just to give you an idea of how much of a fucking dickhead this guy is, right? Now, while this is happening, um, Fragile also lets you know that the chick is officially not dead. And she found him, or found her, and she's in a shelter outside of, um, wait. Nope. Hold on. Scratch that. So you bring all the shit back to him. You get back, you deliver it. And he's like, oh, I mean, that's cool. Uh, doesn't replace what you did. Fuck you. You killed our lady. <laughs> and then Fragile's like, well, um, he's she's not dead. So he's he's wrong. And she knows where he, she's at. She's in a shelter um, outside of the ruins. And Fragile goes, you know what? I'm just going to talk to him one-on-one. He hates me anyway. I might as well take the brunt of the fucking lashback instead of you, right? So, boom. Which, good on Fragile. She's like, somebody's getting an ass to you and it might as well be me. Props to those people in the world. He comes back on after their little discussion. You don't get to see their discussion. You don't know what happens. Basically, the dude's in disbelief. And he kind of just says, listen, I don't believe it to the point where, like, the only way I'm going to believe that she's alive is if you bring her here. So what I want you to do is I want you to take this, this hourglass and I want you to bring it to her. And if she recognizes it, she'll want to come back to me immediately. Bring her here. If she doesn't, then it's not her. Go fuck yourself. He also gives you a skeleton, a new power skeleton for your legs. It's a speed skeleton. Um, Nothing really to go into that at all. I just want to make sure I heard this correctly. You said a speed skeleton? A speed skeleton. So one of those things, kind of like the power one, that sits oh, on your hips. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 It, it boosts uh, mobility. Yeah. It's, um, it's, I hate that one. That one sucks. Don't use it. It's not worth your time. Because, I, oh yeah, go for it. Oh, no, I was going to ask, can, can I wear like a, a pair of Tims and fly a sparrow from Destiny 1? He's trying to go fashion frames. He's trying to go fashion frames. No, um, no, no fashion frames in Death Stranding. I, I it, take that back. Death Stranding has a lot of fashion frames at the end of the game. It, they, it does say here about the speed skeleton that the battery gradually recharges in sunny or cloudy weather. If that's all it, of Sam's tech. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, all of Sam's tech re- recharges. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, his battery as a whole. You can actually get battery attachments later on for your backpack, but we'll. Is it we'll wait? So is it like solar? Is it like a, a small solar panel, solar energy, or something like that? No idea how it works. Okay, cool. No idea. Zero, zero clue. But too easy. Zero clue. All I know is you can build generators if you want to across the landscape and gener- You know, have your own generator. Um, it's the only reason I carry one of the builders with me is in case I'm low on power and I'm getting myself in a fucky spot charge up real quick and then I just dismantle it and move on. But anyway, so 
not a lot happens again on the way there. I'm just saying it's kind of fucked up that they give you a speed skeleton and the area you go through is filled with BTs. So you, you get these go fast and then you can't go fast, which is kind of bullshit. But whatever. Hideo Kojima thinks. Um, now, when you get to it, it's called the Chiral Artist Studio is the place you get to. You go up having hand carried because you can't put it on your back. You have to hand carry the stupid fucking hourglass. You hand carry it. You bring it to the fucking to the shelter. You go ding dong. Right. And this middle aged white woman answers the door. <laughs> Not the lady. <laughs> and she's like. Oh, man, I wasn't expecting a package today. Hope you're not a terrorist like super chill. (laughs) And um, and she fucking opens it up and she's like, oh, my God, thank you. I never thought I'd see this again. Um, I can't thank you enough. You know, I'd be happy to join the UCA. And then you hook her up to the network and then she goes, thank you and hangs up. So there's that. That was a bit of a mouthful. Yeah. Yeah, not a lot happens. You just go, you're not Asian, <laughs> and you're old. <laughs> the fuck is this? The way she threw them hands, so you otherwise. And then the shelter door opens, and lo and behold, out comes the, the the Asian girl. She is kind of like in disbelief. The hourglass is there. Sam's just kind of standing there. Sam just awkwardly stands there a lot is one thing I noticed. So he's just awkwardly standing there as she goes on like her story. And it's actually kind of impactful. Basically, she uh she as soon as she walks out, all she says is, Take me with you. I made this for him. You know, my mom and I barely escaped. I didn't know where to look for him, but I didn't stop looking for him. The only reason I ended up stopping is because my mom never liked him. And she lied and said that he died. Well, look. Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, <laughs> already issues with the in-laws. <laughs> the marriage life is a hard life. Oh yeah. And and this is a, a you know obviously we're talking how, how many years has it, how long has it been since although we don't know how long it's been since that stranded but we know it's been a long time. I mean, the the timeline between the separation, thinking all that time that she's dead, to to forget about him and let go of that pain, to then find out that he's still alive. That's impactful, too. I don't... I think it's been a while, but it's not been, like... Crazy long. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, let me find out. From what I remember, I don't think there... I don't think there isn't... There is an exact timeline. There's... Uh, how do you say it? not predictions? There's theories. It's not overly long. I believe yeah. you get an email that has roundabout when it when it blew up. Yeah, I'll find it. I'll find it. It's somewhere in there. I just gotta go through all the email traffic again. It's only been like a a year or two because remember it was um homeboy and his crew that blew it all up. He's still doing shit. So yeah, it's not been too too long. Now, for doing this uh, bullshit, for lack of better terms, you do unlock your first firearm, and it is an anti-BT handgun. And this thing is wild. It's a normal handgun, except it draws blood from Sam to shoot BTs with. You can shoot people with it, too, if you want, but it doesn't do as yeah. much. But yeah, you it, it fucking draws his blood. So the longer he holds the trigger, the more blood is drawn out of him to fill the the round to shoot bts so against bts is a desert eagle but against real people is an actual blood gun yeah can you imagine somebody shooting you with basically a fucking an orby Orby. (laughs) (laughs) which which is not which is not too far off the realm of reality now i mean you you could put those little water bead things so if you you know you put blood in it for reference or red dye or whatever for obviously safety reasons um we don't yeah. safety on this podcast we don't follow osha we don't wear okay. helmets <laughs> so so put so you know just put blood in the orby and then you know you'll, you'll kind of figure out how it feels except you're not gonna hopefully not die hopefully and you know it's it's not like they just say it use like it literally drains your health as you use it um so make sure you're carrying around some health packs with you wow. to replace that shit. 
Now, you tell her, you put her in your... <laughs> so, you agree to take her back to douchebag McGilligutty. <laughs> which, which, which is actually really funny, just the whole sequence. Yeah, so she gets in. You remember putting your your mom in the body bag, <laughs> carrying her to an incinerator? Um, si- similar thing. You put her in a body bag, except you leave her face hole open. And then uh, you start you start trekking. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people will just bring her right back to um, asshole McFace man. <laughs> but I do not. Let me tell you what I did and what I do in every playthrough, because I fucking hate this guy. So... Remember the film director. There just so happens to be a hot spring outside of his residence. So what I do is I go way the fuck out of my way to bring her all the way up to that hot spring and then bathe in the hot spring. Just so that way, when I bring her back, I can be like, hey, got here as quick as I could. But we got a little dirty on the way. Had to, you know, we had to take a bath, clean up a bit before we before we came over. Just to be a fucking dickhead back to that guy. Because you will get in the hot spring with you. Nude as fuck. Good lord. Yeah. Fuck that guy. BB's also pretty cute when when he's in when he's in there. He does little swimmy swims and shit. It's pretty cute. Oh, no uh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cute. Uh but yeah, you can bring her there and then uh you can also like sing with her while you're in there. A whole bunch of stuff. But I recommend it just because that's my way of getting back at dickhead. But I'm also a dickhead. So, you know, that's just how it goes. So it's like dick on fire. dick violence is what you're saying. Dick on dick violence. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then and then I package her back up in her body bag and then we head down there. But yeah, it's like doubling <laughs> the mission length if you do that. But I don't care. <laughs> it's worth the spite. And once you bring her back, we'll go through what happens next as soon as we come back from this break. And Ken Dog's back. John's back. I'm back. Backstreet's back. That shit was a fucking banger. I have a, I have a question for you, Brandon. Oh, God. I'm reading here that with the Cairo artist, have you ever rested during her trance? Uh, I think so, because you do get some, like, little scene with her. Yeah, it says that she plays a uh, music box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty it goes, cool with the, it's, it goes, and, you can do that with um pretty much anybody that you carry, because there will be one or two more people that you carry, but you can bring them to, like, different shit, and you get different scenes depending on what you're doing. What happens if you do it with your dead mom? So you can't go. There's no hot springs there. So I I don't know. And if you rest, um, she doesn't really have a reaction to it with the whole dead thing. But yeah. All right. First of all, you ain't gotta be rude about it. You know, lady had I mean, cancer. I mean, I'm just stating facts. But <laughs> so what if she's a little dead? She can get her groove back. I mean, nah. <laughs> Bro, it's like you don't know how death works. It's like, you know, something happens and then you go to sleep. Welcome to Death Stranding, where nobody knows where death how death works anymore. That's literally a big plot point of the of the game, too. Like the whole story. Like no one understands. Don't worry, it gets explained. So you're both liars, because apparently somebody does understand. (laughs) Yeah, Hideo Kojima. (laughs) All right. Which Nobody is the equivalency holds. of like <laughs> three crack addicts and a schizophrenic locked in a door together or docked in an apartment together. Like they understand each other. But what's to understand? You know? <laughs> anyway, so going on. So you deliver your homegirl to homeboy. Right. He comes out and, um, you know, they have like their they reunite. Right. Um, she, he is such a dickhead. He says, thank you, Bridges. He doesn't even call you by your fucking name because he never bothered to fucking learn it. So he calls you Bridges. Um, basically the only thing it is a very, it's supposed to be a very emotional scene, right? But the guy is just such a dickhead. Um, his whole demeanor does change, you know, once he meets her the only real metaphors that come out of this is they're talking about 
the hourglass and how, you know, she made it for him, but it stopped working after the explosion because of course it did. And he thought about fixing it, but he never did because it'd be like moving on. And her whole response to that whole thing is like, well, now we can both move on. And she kind of like rips it away from him <laughs> and then immediately starts talking shit about this dude. <laughs> She's like, yo, yeah, just immediately. She's like, I don't know who the fuck you are because the guy I knew, he he didn't pedal junk. (laughs) Like he, he fixed shit. He didn't just like make other people fix his shit. Right. His whole thing was to pick up pieces and make the most of them. And that's why they got along is because that's what she does just in a different way where he makes things useful. He makes that she makes things that are artistic. And that's why yeah. they got along. Um, <laughs> now he's just peddling junk. Yeah, now he's just a douchebag junk peddler. And uh, <laughs> she's like, you know, and that's what we do with these pieces. But this is one piece we don't need. And then she very girly does a girl throw into the ground <laughs> with the hourglass. <laughs> and I call it a girl throw because you could like, I don't know if it was just the scene or if they had to like edit whatever she threw or what, but she throws it straight forward and it just like hits the ground. (laughs) Like it almost goes straight down. So it's like a very girl throw and uh, the whole thing smashes. Kyrillium goes everywhere. So that's contaminated now, you know? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, the only thing that matters, the only time that matters is the time I spend with you. And um, she tells them that, you know, they need to count them home. It's, together which is more uh right and then she goes on to call him an idiot because that's her way of fucking proposing marriage to him and he didn't pick up on it so these two are these two are psychopaths (laughs) like like, they're absolute fucking psychopaths like i give it i give it less than a year (laughs) if they're alive by the end of that year hope someone's coming right days um, he he accepts her her marriage proposal, gives her a bigger hug, and then she asks the most ludicrous fucking thing. Absolutely ludicrous. Like this whole thing isn't already ludicrous. She asks him to not hate her mom. <laughs> Which what? No, fuck that bitch. You lied on my name. <laughs> like you hate me so much you told your daughter I was dead. <laughs> She kind of explains it. It says it's their job to help her understand their love and accept it. And by them hating her, that doesn't accomplish anything. And he responds with, you know, I'm pretty good with patching things up. It's just a whole thing. It's just a whole fucking thing. And we're not done with these two assholes. Their storyline continues in the background of Death Stranding. You get emails and updates from both of them. Um, so don't worry. We'll check in on the uh, the happy couple from time it's, to time. It's like, it's like my favorite part of like television. It's like reality television. It's like just like continuous storyline that you don't to lose sight of. You want to you be updated with it. Yeah, so we'll keep updated on the on the newlyweds. Unfortunately, gotta gotta add now, a little bit of that flavor in there. Speaking of flavor, she heads inside. She just fucks off inside, and homeboy walks outside with Sam outside of the shelter entrance, and he apologizes for being an asshole and for treating him and fragile like shit. But uh, thanks to them, he gets a fresh start which is the most half-assed apology ever in the history of the world. He goes on to say that, like, you know, he can't do anything the porters do, but what he can do is uh, fix anything that the UCA has and start pulling his weight. And then he says that he wants to join the UCA. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, cool. Took a lot of convincing, a lot of work. Yeah, a lot of fucking legwork for this. And everybody at home might be like, oh, that's a very quick storyline. I just want everyone to know that from the start of this episode to where we are now, it took about four hours of gameplay for me to get through. Yeah. 
even watching it, I mean, the the all of all of chapter three, um, what depending on what what YouTuber or video you're watching it from, th- that chapter three level goes on for about two and a half hours. It's long as fuck. Ooh. Chapter three yeah. is a fucking minute. That's just watching it, and he's playing it, and, and he's saying four hours, so it adds up. You know, like it's that that that's very time consuming. It is. It, it, it's it's rough. And now I'm at the start of the, uh, the part of the game where I'm gonna have to do the the mind the Minecraft YouTuber thing of of farming AF or farming off camera to get some of the unlocks for the later oh, game. Well, no. Yeah. Well, that's your thing in video games, though. So you'll be fine. Yeah, I'll survive. Don't get me wrong. I've done it before. I'll do it again. <laughs> It'll be okay. Uh, but yeah. So now that he's connected, Mama comes on. And this is kind of like where we're going to leave off is with mama. One sec. Sorry, boys. I'm just making sure I get this right. Thanks. Okay. So mama comes on the line and she is there to give Sam a heads up. And the heads up is that, uh, she's getting abnormal, like chiral levels to the North of South knot city. And from what she's reading is heavy time fall. To the point where she is saying that it's like a kind of storm, but not like a storm like she's seen before. But to be fair, she can't like see it either in person, even though it's right out right outside of her lab. But because of the baby, she can't like just walk walk out the yeah. door into a yeah. car. You know what I mean? Like with a I, time I was about to I was on, about like, to say yeah I was, I was about to say that yeah which you know is fair. <laughs> Uh, she does say with the storm though, that there doesn't appear to be any real damage, but she does want Sam to like, look into it just because, you know, weird shit be going on. And, uh, you can't just have weird shit going on at this, in this point in time, <laughs> because last time weird shit went on, um, the world got destroyed. So, you know, kind of need an update on it. Beat up the nerds, man. But yeah, boys, that is about where we're going to leave it. If I had to give a number I'd give what happened here today a three. Understood. Yeah, that's a solid song. As in three times I hit my head against the wall. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a rating. Oh. I mean, I guess you could rate things by that. Yo, that's our that's the YML uh, rating scale. It's how often you hit your head <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> oh, man. But three, three is better than a milestone five. I will look at it in that perspective. I, I actually think three is the most I've done. Not wall, but desk of just why the fuck. Light taps, not heavy taps. Don't everybody freak out. Light taps. <laughs> not no, injury if it was taps. Hev- <laughs> if, 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 if it was heavy taps, we'd hear, I have to get a Band-Aid or a bandage. Well, because I, you know, I shaved my head. Damage to my, to my head is <laughs> very obvious. Yeah, I almost, I almost made it. A human trafficking joke when when we're talking about like the Cairo artist being moved, and I'm glad I held my tongue. Oh my god! Well, I mean, we're still recording, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, did you oh, really? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Every week, John. Every fucking week, <laughs> John. I think you're doing great. <laughs> I didn't stop the recording this time. That's the second yeah. week in a row. That's growth. That's real growth. <laughs> my man's developing. Look at you! Every week you're getting a little better. I'm I'm getting there. I will say I have to say though, because I I I think actually I'm now a I'm now able to play the game now. With oh the yeah, equipment. you are. But with but the world, you know, behind behind the story, behind the drama, behind you know the lies and stuff like that. I think when when I when I've been really thinking about this week, I, like really studying this game is the actual world that everyone is living in where it's kind of like kind of prehistoric in a way but with technology and people are like it's so cool how people are like they have to start over with what they have and they still have like this advanced technology pulling them through but it's still like caveman era we have to put this shit together ourselves like we have to reinvent roads for example with that with that machine that makes the roads and all that and, and all that. I forgot what, what it's called. The pave the pave um the, the pave maker. The 
the what? auto paver. The auto paver. I, I was close, and I I just think it's very, it, it's just very special to see this kind of world in it. Very, I, it's very I'm very I, interesting. I really want everybody to play this game at some point in their life. It is it is a life changing game. I know at this point in, in in the story of where we're at, if you've been listening to us, you're you're like um sure thing you fucking moron uh but trust me everything we've talked about some so far does play a piece um it's just we haven't started putting the puzzle together we haven't even gotten all the corner pieces of the puzzle yet um i think that's the big flaw that turns people away from this game is it is a lot of puzzle pieces you have to get and you don't even realize that you're solving a puzzle until it's already in front of you so yeah. I, I I do recommend it. Once we get to some more of Sam, everything starts really coming together. So thank you guys for staying in with the long haul. I know Death Stranding seems like a drag right now. Don't worry. It starts picking up very soon. Next episode, things start the whole, the actual mystery of what the fuck is going on. And I think that's where everything's going to get kind of reinvigorated. So I know if you're feeling it, like we're getting into the halo days, don't worry. <laughs> we're hitting, we're hitting the spree very soon. Um, like I said, chapter three is just the longest one because they give you so many puzzle pieces and fragile becomes such a important part of the story that we have to do the due diligence of setting it up properly. But yeah, with that being said, um, this episode will be out uh, probably Monday morning or it's either going to be out Monday or or Saturday. <laughs> so whenever you guys get a hold of it, you get a hold of it. Uh, Sunday is the Super Bowl, so I am going to be very busy that entire day and night because you're going to go Chiefs. Um, <laughs> but yeah, who are you guys rooting for for the Super Bowl? It's going to be the Chiefs. I hate Philadelphia. That's fair. That's fair. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rooting for the officials. <laughs> Don't get me started on Sheffers. <laughs> I'm just saying, pull up the stats. The numbers don't lie. Oh no! I Did you know that that on. they track that the NFL tracks the flags from each ref? They have to. Yeah. Do they have a quota? No, in order to establish if there's bias or something. Which, um. Yeah, the lead officiator for uh, for this upcoming Super Bowl has some bias. Yeah, he's a oh, huge Eagles. Oh, wait, 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 we're getting sidetracked. He's Bye. just to put it just to put it fairly. He is the guy that the Chiefs oh. fandom made cry live on air. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> he hasn't. He's never forgiven it. So this is going to be an interesting game. Um, but yeah, if you're watching the Super Bowl, I hope your team um, wins. Unless it's Philadelphia, in which case I hope you uh, I hope you have a good day. And then, yeah, we'll see you guys next week with Halo. We're going to be moving on to the next big phase of the hell. Or, what the hell is the name of that book? Oblivion. Halo Oblivion. Oblivion. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oblivion. We've been it's we've a, been I, in it for so long. I forgot what the fucking name was. I'm actually I'm actually sucked in. I'm actually sucked into that whole storyline right now. To be honest with you, Oblivion's good. It's a solid one. It's just yeah. Troy. Uh, I was going to say Troy Baker. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Fucking uh, Dennings, right? Troy? Yeah, Denning. Troy Denning. Uh, he, 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 he sometimes he takes a lot of words to say very few words. Troy Which Dennings. can turn people off. Oh, no. Who's Troy Dennings? Did I fuck something up? Oh, no. no. Oh, Troy Dennings is the author. You're He's good. the author. No, you're right. No, I was just going to say, Troy Dennings the kind of guy that he'll, he'll schedule a meeting instead of sending you an email. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I, even I like if even if the whole team is remote. But yeah, that's it, everybody. Um, again, thank you. Make sure you pop over to our Discord. Again, we'll have the link in the description below. Again, we are currently not doing any donations or money for the podcast. So we're doing it in order for everyone to give us feedback and to not be influenced by money, but to be influenced by the viewers. So if there's something you feel we can do better, something you like, something that you want to change, we are taking all of that into account. So please feel free to send us an email at you, me, and Laura at gmail.com. You can also visit our website or um, yeah, at gmail.com or visit our website at you, me, and Laura.com. 
go ahead or join the discord and put in recommendations there. We're also doing the vote for the next game that will be out the week that this podcast comes out. So before the next episode comes out, there will be a vote for the next game. So be sure we're doing that on our discord. Again, the whole reason we're not taking money is we don't want to follow the money. We want to follow what y'all want. This is your podcast. We're just the three assholes that are doing it. (laughs) So maybe your voice is heard. Uh, Now's the time. We'd rather listen to you than ad companies. To be honest, you boys got anything? We love Whatever you. you listen, we love you. Thank you for listening. Whenever you're listening, wherever you're listening, whoever is listening, I'm back. Shout out to our one Chicago guy. You've been you've been a real champ. Maybe Get you later, y'all. Peace. In thirty more seconds, I get a perfect one thirty. Artist. Mm-hmm.